0: Welcome to I Am the Horse Witch. Here we talk about everything horsey and witchy and all of the in betweens. This is your space to work with magic and manifestation to achieve your goals, make your intentions a reality, and live your best witchy life. I'm your host, Tamara, so let's go. Hello, hello, everyone. How was your new year? Welcome to 2024. I hope you found time to do a little New Year intention setting and some letting go of the old, even if you didn't get the time to do a full ritual. Remember, something is better than none. I thought I'd start the new year with something really fun. This is a tongue-in-cheek FUN, F-U-N with capital letters with the emphasis on FUN, guide to how your zodiac sun sign influences your horse training. Of course, in reality, this will be hugely affected by your full zodiac chart, but it's new year and a little bit of laughing at ourselves and our funny ways with perhaps some nuggets of truth in there is a great way to start a new year with our horses. Even if you aren't into the horse side of things, um, or maybe you don't own your own horse and you're more interested in the witchy element, you will maybe recognise how the following applies to perhaps some other areas of your life. I'm probably going to take it for granted that you all know your sun sign. Um, It changes slightly every year. So generally, it's around about the 20th of the month to the 19th of the month, uh, which follows it. But every year, it slightly changes due to the planetary makeup. So sometimes it's the 21st to the 20th of the following month. But Um, If you don't know which is your sun sign, just have a look at when you were born. It's very easy to find. And also, if you really want to look at your full chart, but what we're doing here is we're just looking at sun signs. But if you perhaps want to look at your full chart, go to Cafe Astrology. I'll put the notes in um, the episode show notes and you will need the time you're born So if you don't know what time you're born, ask your mum, look at your um, birth certificate that will have what time you're born. And also you'll need the place that you're born, so the town and the date. And it will bring up your full zodiac chart. Uh, And this is fantastic if you want to look at your rising sign, what sign your moon is in. Uh, but today we're just looking at sun signs and having a bit of a laugh at ourselves and maybe some of our friends. You are our brazen warrior goddesses of the equine world. You're probably an eventer. If not, you're at least a show jumper. You are the queens of goal setting and goal achieving with fast paced hoofbeats as your soundtrack. You love cross country. Once one goal is achieved, you're on to the next. Just remember to let pony catch up and to reflect and to celebrate your achievements. All that fire and brimstone can be exhausting both for you and your equine friend and you get bored oh so easily. Even halfway through an intention when you can see the finish line, you're on to the next goal. Breathe in your horse, take in the scenery And remember, most of us are quite a few steps behind you. Also, don't give up when frustrated and it's not working. Patience is your lesson. Taurus, you are our methodical, planned goddesses of the horse world. You love a program and the more expensive it is, the better in your opinion. You work systematically through each step grounding yourself and your horse in every phase. You aim to provide the most amount of luxury you can for your equine friends. Just be careful they don't end up the side of a house with all the treats you give them. When you get angry, it is rare, but far more centred on yourself than your horses. Remember to be kind to yourself. Your commitment is to be honoured and your horses will follow. If your horses could lie on pillows of Turkish silk, you would be in your element. You need to trust more in your own ability as you can tend to doubt yourself. And you can sometimes tend to pay other people too much when you can do it yourself. You can be impressed by what others represent as knowledge. And if they charge a lot, well, then they must know what they're doing. Believe in yourself more. That's not just a Taurian thing that we sometimes tend to pay other people too much when we can do it ourselves. Um, but, yes, Taurians can be a little insecure sometimes when um, when they could rely on all that fabulous knowledge that their brilliant minds can retain. Gemini. Oh, my, so many systems of training to follow. Dressage, natural horsemanship, western, eventing, trail riding. But which to choose? Trail riding today, flat work tomorrow. Oh, hang on, I've got a flight to catch. Horses will just have to have a break for a couple of weeks. Plus, I have a meeting on the board of my local adult riding club where I need to express my opinion Read the poor communication of committee members. So much to do, so little time. Phew, wow, being in your head is a fuck. At least your horses aren't bored. If there is one area you want to focus on, give it your full attention and commitment, even just for a couple of months. What you're capable of with your extraordinary intellect is unfounded. You apply supreme communication skills to your riding when you centre yourself. Cancer. Oh, <laughs> I just really, really want my mare to have a foal by the light of a full moon. I want to breed. I am mother to my horses and my horses are my babies. If I don't have the facilities to breed, but did that stop the herds? Surely a foal can just be born in the paddock. Cancer, you are mother to your horses and mother to all of your fur babies. They look to you for nurturing, guidance and love. You train with a mature instinct, even if you're in your teens. You enjoy taking time and every step is applauded, just like a mother with a toddler taking their first steps. Remember to employ the discipline of a mother as well. The best mums are tough, but kind and supportive. Leo, when's the next show? What bling can we wear? How are we going to stand out? It's showtime. You are the ultimate performer. Madonna was born under this sign. Whether you like her or not, she is an incredible and enduring performer. You love the accessories, the show, and are likely to be into hacking and show horse. Go you. The horse world needs some glamour and you provide it. Just remember, Pony needs some downtime. He wants to walk out in the bush with you, with no one watching, just you and him. He wants a long reign. He loves you and knows you need the applause. But give him his time with you, just you and him. Leo can also be very fiery and very determined. As you will hear from a little, little story I have at the end of this. Virgo. My schedule for today is feed, ride, take the kids to school, do the shopping, do the cooking. Have I left anything out? I need to redo my list. I haven't been time efficient. I can fit more in. I know it can fit more in. Virgo loves the details. No stone is unturned. Every point an instructor has ever made is recorded, stored and put to use at the perfect time. Remember, horses are not perfect. It's in our messiness and flexibility that the magic can sometimes happen. We mortals envy the Virgos' attention to detail and your incredible work ethic. Your horses love the consistency and they appreciate the clarity. But occasionally they just want to go for a walk, grab an enormous mouthful of a grass tree and smell some poo another horse has left on the trail enjoy this because it's special. Libra. If I take Barney away, Sapphire will get upset. I'll work Barney next to the paddock. I can only circle him around trees, but that's okay. Hey, maybe I can put Sapphire next to the arena, but then Nero will go ballistic. How to keep the harmony and the balance of things. Libra's criteria is balance and harmony, and it literally upsets your psyche when things aren't flowing in unison. You love the motion of balance, and this is perhaps why you're drawn to dressage where the pattern is repeated on each side. Remember that the joy and harmony is often achieved after the conflict. The fight, which you literally hate, is often necessary, and sometimes it's only a little fight. God, now to make a decision, do I do the hay first or the hard feed? Maybe I should water the plants. Decisions, decisions, they really need to be up to other people. Why am I troubled by such life events as decisions? Scorpio, what was that judge actually looking at? The other ring? I can't believe she got those scores. I mean, her horse is lame. Her legs reach its ribs and it can't bend to save itself. Scorpios can hold a grudge with the best of them. They will wait silently, patiently, with their little scorpion stings tucked under their arms, building their skills until 12 years later, that score is settled. They are also extremely passionate in their horse training and fiercely protective of their horses. Sure, they're allowed to say if there's something lacking with their horses or in their horse's training, but only they. And if anyone dares fault their equine friend, that person is swiftly struck off the Christmas card list with nary a look backwards. And don't get in their way in the warm-up arena. They smile and laugh that you're so stupid, but if things start to go wrong in your life, they may have silently cursed you. Why, oh why, is horse-airplane travel so expensive? just really would love my horse to travel with me to the Himalayas and go trekking. Endurance is likely to be a favourite of the Sagittarians' disciplines, covering great expanses and seeing as much of the state as possible and as varying landscapes as their steed can cope with. This and running their stand-up routine past their horse for their comedy act. Sagittarians are often very, very funny. Don't be offended if your horse doesn't get your jokes. They don't speak English. And just remember to give your horse a break. Not everyone, horse and human can keep up with your expansive, all-encompassing energy. We get exhausted just watching you. But you keep us highly entertained You are likely to be very popular at the adult riding clubs due to your gregarious and engaging personality. Capricorn. I will work getting a horse into my five-year plan. It will happen at the 2.5-year mark. I will structure its feeding regime on an approximate spend of $100 a week plus discrepancies. The Capricorn horse person is likely to be structured in their horse training. The Capricorn's training is systematic, grounded, follows routine and detail and is likely to be well financially supported, in theory at the very least. They love quality and they love prestige. That beautiful Frisian they've had their eye on, bought and owned within a year. There is nothing that equals a Capricorn's dogged determination. They are also likely to take over the local horse breed show so that it actually runs at a profit. Aquarius. Riding my horse to work will help with society's carbon offset. It's really only my employment small-mindedness that's preventing me from doing this. They just don't provide horse facilities. It's probably something that I can work on with them in our, in our meetings. Also, I'm only limited by my own non-expansion. If I can think it, I can achieve it. Limits are for naysayers. Sure, I might not have had my first actual sit on a living horse. However, I really can see myself as an instructor. All of my exes agree with me. Aren't you friends with your exes? I'm friends with all of mine. Friendship is the structure of humanity. Sorry, where was I? Oh, that. Oh, yes. Mind expansion through horse consciousness. Yes, that's right. I'm marching with my horse at the next rally against road widening. Yeah, look, I've just got to desensitize him to flags and cars and and people. Pisces. <laughs> I think my horse has a broken leg. No, it's broken. It's definitely broken. It's not a cut. Look how swollen it is. You don't understand. You don't understand me. You don't understand my horse. In fact, this is your fault. If I wasn't at the pub with you, I would have been home early to feed, and then he would have been eating instead of running around. <laughs> we have to break up. You don't understand how connected I am to my horse. <clears throat> ah, Pisceans. We feel everything. We feel our horse's pain. Literally, we feel it in our bodies. And our horses generally learn very little because we're too scared of hurting them. They're not ready for it. They aren't fit enough. I don't want to fry them. But boy, are they happy living the life of Riley. Usually overweight and spoiled. Watch they don't founder with all that indulgence. And yes, one of my exes said, it's the horses or me. And I looked at him kind of like, are you joking? (laughs) it's the horses, no question. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. And I hope that you can see that it is, yes, very tongue in cheek. When I said I was going to do this episode in Instagram, I got this message from the Hunter Valley Witch. I think her name is Lisa. And it says, Happy New Year. I'm a Leo. When I had to finish gentling my horse, she was more aggressive than I was. But we both shared determination The more she bucked me off, the more I was determined to get back on her. We hadn't been told she wasn't properly broken in. She ploughed me into two fences, bucked me off into an ant's nest. Dad forgot to shut the gate properly and she bolted. Then I got sideswiped by a low-hanging branch. I came off and winded myself. I thought I cracked a few ribs. All this happened in front of my dad. All he could do was laugh and told me to get back on. It was a war of wills that afternoon. Watermelon was for afternoon tea and she walked straight up to me. I told her, if you want some, you have to be a good girl. My backside is still recovering from it all. She must have been a Leo herself. Yes, Leos can be hugely fiery and extraordinarily determined. I got this message from a listener called Kerry. Happy New Year, Tamara. I have a question which could become a podcast. Books that have influenced you, books you recommend, and a book that you're reading at the moment. Looking forward to today's podcast. Regards, Kerry. I think that's a great idea. Uh, so, yes, um, either next week or the week after. And I'm assuming that you would like witchy and horsey books, not, um, you know, something I liked when I was little, Uh so, yes, uh, great, great suggestion. And I also had another suggestion from one of our listeners and she wanted some star cosmic magic, some star magic. Now, that's something that I would have to do a bit of research into because I will be honest, I know nothing about it. So that one would take a little bit more time. I have to do a bit of research and also have to try a bit out myself Um, just so that I can sort of see where it lands and then provide a more informed episode. I thought to kick off the new year, uh, a reading from Oracle of the Unicorns would be a great thing, since we're on a hugely horsey episode. So let me see what the energy for the start of our new year is, and what fabulous insights are going to be channeled through me. All right, of course, we had a jumping card and it's polarity, which is about incorporating your shadow side into the start of the new year. So with the shadow side, so yes, it's a new year and we welcome new energy, new intentions, um, a fresh start, but it's a shadow side is all about letting go of the past. So letting go, like acknowledging first, because we've got to acknowledge what is our shit? What, it, what do we hang on to? What are the negative stories that we hang on to? What are the bad habits that we hang on to? What are the insecurities that we hang on to? So it's about working on all of that and how we deal with the toxic people and relationships in our life that um, are either things that we, um, you know, maybe it's family, it's something that is there that is not presented as an opportunity to release fully from, but it's, but it's how we react to it. So there's a really strong message about dealing with our shadow side and uh, to fully embrace the light, okay? Because you can't have one without the other. Light doesn't exist without the dark. So remember, acknowledge and do all of that work in releasing and the choices that you make to deal with the situations that are more difficult in your life. And this will provide a much more solid and clearer platform for your fantastic 2024 intentions to to come into your life and to become a reality. All right, the card that I pulled for this 2024 is abundance. Enjoy the bounty of life. Your supply is limitless. Sorry about that. Um, Blessings are coming to you. Okay, so the after doing the shadow work, the blessings of abundance, prosperity, your wishes coming true. We're surrounded by some really fabulous energy at the moment. And I'm sure that you can all feel it. New year, um, new thoughts, fresh energy, fresh goals it's all available there for you. Just remember to do the shadow work first. Uh, remember to get rid of the bad stuff so that the new stuff can come in. And if you're having any kind of, um, you know, if if money is any kind of a problem, if there's any kind of prosperity um, issues, look into how you can start to manifest that. You know, what, you know, what money rituals you can bring in, um, how you can support that with a really solid saving plan. Um, but then you do the magical work on top because the energy is there for the universe and for spirit to fully support you. Okay, so great energy at the start of our year. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode. And remember, love to hear from you. Kerry, books are a great idea. Um, In fact, I'm going to commit right now and say that that will be next week's podcast. And uh, the Cosmic Star one, yes, Caitlin, I just need a little bit more research into that area because it's not something I'm familiar with. Have a great week, everyone. Bye.